though, shoots him in the back when he's halfway over. So I'm thinking about that. And I'm seeing the retard, and the girl, and the wall I Colts died on. But here's the thing. I'm thinking a lot, and I mean a lot, about those fucking dogs. And I'm thinking about my dog, Vicar. About the shelter we'd got him from, where Cheryl said we'd had to get an older dog because nobody takes older dogs. How we could never teach him anything. How he'd throw up shit he shouldn't have eaten in the first place. How he'd slink away, all guilty, tail down and head low and back legs crouched. How his fur started turning gray two years after we got him. He had so many white hairs on his face that it looked like a mustache. So there it was. Vicar and Operation Scooby, all the way home. Maybe, I don't know, you're prepared to kill people. You practice on man-shaped targets, so you're ready. Of course, we got targets they call dog targets, target-shaped delta. But they don't look like fucking dogs. And it's not easy to kill people, either. Out of boot camp, Marines act like they're gonna play Rambo, but it's fucking serious, it's professional. Usually. We found this one insurgent doing the death rattle, foaming and shaking. Fucked up, you know? He's hit with a 762 in the chest and pelvic girdle. He'll be gone in a second, but the company XO walks up, pulls out his K-bar, and slits his throat. Says, it's good to kill a man with a knife. All the Marines look at each other like, what the fuck? Didn't expect that from the XO. That's some PFC bullshit. On the flight, I thought about that too. It's so funny. You're sitting there with your rifle in your hands, but no ammo in sight. And then you touch down in Ireland to refuel, and it's so foggy you can't see shit, but, you know, this is Ireland. There's gotta be beer. And the plane's captain, a fucking civilian, reads off some message about how general orders stay in effect until you reach the States, and you're still considered on duty. So, no alcohol. Well, our CO jumped up and said, That makes about as much sense as a goddamn football bat. All right, Marines, you got three hours. I hear they serve Guinness. Ooh, fucking raw. Corporal Weiser ordered five beers at once and had them laid out in front of him. He didn't even drink for a while, just sat there looking at them all, happy. O'Leary said, look at you, smiling like a faggot in a dick tree, which is a D.I. expression Curtis loves. So Curtis laughs and says, what a horrible fucking tree. And we all start cracking up, happy just knowing we can get fucked up, let our guard down. We got crazy quick. Most of us had lost about 20 pounds, and it had been seven months since we'd had a drop of alcohol. McManigan, second award PFC, was rolling around the bar with his nuts hanging out of his camis, telling Marines, Stop looking at my balls, faggot! Lance Corporal Slaughter was there all of a half hour before he puked in the bathroom, with Corporal Craig, the sober Mormon, helping him out. And Lance Corporal Greeley, the drunk Mormon, puking in the stall next to him. Even the company guns got wrecked. It was good. We got back on the plane and passed the fuck out. Woke up in America. Except when we touched down in Cherry Point, there was nobody there. It was zero dark and cold, and half of us were rocking the first hangover we'd had in months, which at that point was a kind of shitty that felt pretty fucking good. And we got off the plane, and there's a big empty landing strip, maybe a half dozen red patchers and a bunch of seven tons lined up. No families. The company guns said they were waiting for us at Lejeune. The sooner we get the gear loaded on the trucks, the sooner we see them. Roger that.
We set up working parties, tossed our rucks and sea bags into the seven tons. Heavy work, and then got the blood flowing in the cold. Sweat a little of the alcohol out, too. Then they pulled up a bunch of buses, and we all got on, packed in, M-16 sticking everywhere, muzzle awareness gone to shit. But it didn't matter. Cherry Point to Lejeune's an hour. First bits through trees. You don't see much in the dark. Not much when you get on 24, either. Stores that haven't opened yet, neon lights off at the gas stations and bars. Looking out, I sort of knew where I was, but I didn't feel home. I figured I'd be home when I kissed my wife and pet my dog. We went in through Lejeune's side gate, which is about ten minutes away from our battalion area. Fifteen, I told myself, where this fucker is driving. When we got to McHugh, everybody got a little excited. And then the driver turned on A Street. Battalion area's on A. And I saw the barracks, and I thought, there it is. And then they stopped.